happy to be bringing you another episode of Unabashed You, where we as women talk about stuff. Special shout out to the men listening. We love your encouragement. I hope you've had the pleasure of watching someone grow up and become all that you imagine they could be. And I'm not talking about your own kids. That's different. Some of us may not have kids of our own. But being on the sidelines as an observer, an occasional supporter-encourager, can be a true delight. That is the case with Claire. She has varied passions that we talk about, and she shares how she has had to pivot from her dream to a new kind of dream. I know you will be inspired by her. I know I sure was. Claire. She's our guest this week. I've known her since she was about three years old and have had the pleasure of watching her grow up from the sidelines. She has blossomed into a confident, dedicated, and very talented woman with varied interests. We're going to get to know some of those during our conversation. Claire is compelling and very passionate about the things she is pursuing. Welcome, Claire. Hi, thank you. <laughs> it's, it's nice to hear good things about yourself, isn't it? I know. So sorry. I like wanted to say thank you as you were talking, but I was like, oh, it's an intro. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little pick-me-up, a little pick-me-up yeah. for the day. Okay, let's get to know you. What would you like our listeners to know about you by means of an introduction? Sure. So I said, um, I wrote these down because I knew I was going to forget. <laughs> I said, my name is Claire. I was born and raised in San Diego. I am the youngest of two. I have an older brother, so I'm a, I'm a younger sister. <laughs> I am an extroverted introvert. <laughs> My core values are authenticity, consistency, open-mindedness, faith, and resilience. And helping others is my passion. Oh, gosh. That's the whole package right there. <laughs> Excellent. I love that. I Thank really you. do appreciate and really... Uh, value everything you said and I'm sure we could find many more uh to, no, to that we both try to well not no, let's not try to live that we that we are and that we are mm-hmm. doing our best to be in all the different moments of our life. All right, three yeah. words to describe yourself. I would say empathetic, driven, and entertaining. Oh, <laughs> perfect combo. Right? I they know not too bad, I think. Oh, I think that I think that just hit it on the, you know, the nail on the head. Or the head on the nail. I don't know how that goes because I'm not a builder. Same, same. All right. <laughs> and a fictional female character that inspires you. Book, movie, TV, play. I love Midge Maisel from oh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes. She's just so, she. I feel like I relate to her and, how, and her passions and her wanting to do what she knows in her heart is what she's meant to do, despite all of the things that may be happening around her. And she's funny. And she is a loving daughter and wife. And I mean, I'm not a wife, but like a loving person. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 I love her. Oh, I love that's Nobody's had that one yet. That's a really great one. Yes. That's fantastic. (laughs) 
Now, getting a little more serious, how do you develop and protect your sense of worth? I would say that um, faith has helped me develop and maintain it. Uh, I feel like, you know, I was made in this creator of the universe's image. I was, and with that, like, I feel like I'm put on this earth for a reason, like the whole shebang, why we're all, you know, on this earth. It's, I think it kind of all leads back to that. So that I lean on a lot Mm -hmm. in my life. So purpose, there's a divine purpose for you and you, you, you desire to live that out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Beautifully, beautifully put. Now, a piece of wisdom that you keep handy. I think I feel like we all have a lot of these, but just one that comes to mind today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably say this too much to my friends and they <laughs> <laughs> don't take it as advice anymore. But I say that everything happens for a reason, good or bad. I strongly believe that. I had a friend in college who, when we were going through auditions, he was like, well, you know, what if we don't get the parts that we want? Then how does everything happen for a reason? And I'm like, no, no, no. That's exactly <laughs> when this piece of advice is perfect because there is always a reason despite it being not maybe the first choice that you wanted right. it to be. Exactly. It may not be what we want, but somehow there's something greater going on that hopefully will reveal itself and you'll be able to see that. And sometimes you don't. And you just, that's mm-hmm, kind true. of where that trust comes in, which is a, mm-hmm. a beautiful segue into our topic. Now, you discovered musical theater as I, I, were you, I don't know if you were an early teenager, but around that mm-hmm. time. And you had already been a dancer, a ballerina for mm-hmm. many years. So pick that ball up and, and carry it into the next season of your life. Yeah. So did, did the, or dance since I was three and then really got into theater, like you're saying in my teenage years. And then I was like, I want to go to college for this. I love it so much. I can't picture myself doing anything else. Got into Syracuse university and went there for four years, graduated in 2018, moved to New York city in 2018, was doing the whole thing, got a couple summer jobs. And then in March of 2020, I was rehearsing for a show that was in Connecticut. We drove to Connecticut every single day. They, <laughs> they bust us. It was crazy. But it was going to be for this new musical that you know, so excited about. It was really dancey and like, like uh, acoustic music and just earthy. And it was on the story about a, a shooting that happened in an Amish town in Pennsylvania. It was going to be like this oh crazy, gosh. amazing show. And then the pandemic happened and the day of our designer run, which in the world of theater, the designer run is, is the first time that you do the show nonstop for all of the designers. So for all of the directors and costume designers and, and backstage help, it's like the first time that you perform the show in front of people before opening night. So it's a really big deal. Everyone gets all ready. You get those like, opening night jitters. Uh-huh. And that was the day that uh. the artistic director of the theater said, I'm so sorry, but the the city that we're in in Connecticut will shut down our theater if we continue uh. rehearsals. Uh. It was, <laughs> so he's like, okay, so let's do the show one more time. And we had opening and closing night that day of the designer run. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. 
It was just the most emotional, unique experience of my life. (laughs) Very heartbreaking. And yet also, you know, on the one hand, very heartbreaking. But on the other hand, you know, you don't want to get sick or get all have Mm -hmm. all these other people get sick. So it's like a real thing. Right. You had to do it. You know, it had to be closed for a very, you know, a selfless reason for the health and safety of the cast, the crew, mm-hmm. and the future audience members. So, yeah, yeah. so then what happened? Obviously, you're heartbroken, <laughs> and you, yeah. you you somehow recover from that. What happens next? So it's March of 2020, and I was getting nervous about everything and was kind of like, I don't know, maybe I should just go home and not be in New York city. Cause that's where a lot of cases were happening. Right. And I, me and my boyfriend, he was also living in New York city at the time. And so we were kind of in it together, like, and he's from San Diego. So we were like, okay, do we stay in New York? Do we go home? And we're like, you know what, let's just tough it out. Let's buy some puzzles. We'll stay in New York city. <laughs> and literally the night that we went grocery shopping for the rest of the next, you know, two, three weeks and bought a puzzle. His dad called him and was like, uh, I, I, you guys need to come home. I don't think it's good Uh. for you to be in New York city. And so that freaked us out. And so we literally bought a plane ticket that night to come home like early the next morning, Uh. packed up my things, went to his apartment, packed up his things and then went to the airport. It was crazy. So what we thought was going to be, two, three weeks, a month max has now turned into almost a year anniversary coming up in March on March 16th. (laughs) Oh, that's the day you flew back. Yep. March 16th. Yep. Gosh. (laughs) So a bit of a, you know, a bit of a 180. <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, one of our, I, I wish I could remember which guests we've had previously who, who called this the year of the pivot. And oh, I yeah. thought that was just so succinctly put. So tell us how you have pivoted in this time of, of not being able to, to continue to chase and live in that dream of being in New York City, of being in shows. Tell us what's happened next. What's happening now? Yeah. So, being home the first couple of weeks, it was kind of nice, kind of like vacation, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I am a person who loves structure, loves a schedule. And I was just going crazy. So I went into my, my brain and was searching around. I was like, what, are, well, what are the things that I've always wanted to do, but never could because theater takes up so much of your time. Yes. Four years in college, I couldn't even minor in anything else. It just is it's a huge, huge career. So I was like, well, you know, I've always been really interested in nutrition and I've had my own gut digestive issues that I feel like are somewhat resolving. And now I kind of want to be able to help share that with other people. So, you know, I've always wanted to get certified to be a nutritionist and that kind of just happened, fell into place. I started classes in May of 2020 and I will be finishing my, I got one certification uh, in 2020, and then I'm finishing up my second certification, March 14th of 2020. So that's where we are today. I'm a March 2021, 
finishing March 2021. I mean, the March, the, yes. the, the next month, March. Okay, I, I was a little confused. Right. Like, wow, that was super fast. Yeah, okay, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 10 month, 10 month thing. Okay, got it. Oh, wow. Okay, so you are, and I'm assuming this is online, Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, learning everything and you probably have digital books or real, you know, I don't want to say real books because I read digital stuff too, but right. <laughs> you are, you are doing the coursework, you're writing the papers, you're presenting. Mm-hmm. I know you just had a big presentation the other day. Apparently it went yeah. very well. Yes, it went yeah, very well. Yep. Yeah. had my capstone project. I passed, he said. So that's yes, great. But hey, that's yeah. the only word you need to hear. Right. Right. <laughs> Pass. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That works exactly. well. That works well. Okay, so here's what I am so inspired by with you is that you grew into be this very talented performer with your dance background and then the experience you had yeah. in musical theater. I got to see you in a bunch of different kinds of shows mm-hmm. and got to see this progression, which is totally natural when you're a kid growing up into being an adult. And then this thing, huge thing happens. And you've had to, like we said, completely pivot. And you've taken a different passion that you have due mm-hmm. to something that actually happened to you, which was bad digestive issues or challenging digestive issues. You went and sought the counsel of a nutritionist. So you got that, you had that exposure. Mm -hmm. And do you see the, just like you said, things happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. You you got to call back on that and say, now I want to do that. I want to, one, I want to learn way more about it. And I know you were already doing that, like on your own, Mm -hmm. you were learning a ton, but it wasn't, like in a structured setting. So now you took that part of your personality that wants routine, that wants structure, <laughs> that wants a sense of completion, and you've applied it. And I, off camera, I, I was telling you how much I love your, your posts because they are so, one, they're fun, they're creative, <laughs> and they're so informational. I mean, you oh. completely teach us stuff in this way that is very all the things I love too entertaining whimsical fun again with the word fun (laughs) and so I want to be sure and share if you don't mind share like how to get in touch with you are Claire the nutritionist how to get in touch with you if if people would like to do that I mean I know you are um, now seeing people as clients Mm -hmm. correct Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And how <laughs> Full did that, schedule this week. Oh, wow. How did that, I mean, how did you get clients? How, what was that process like? Yeah, actually, in my my second certification that I'm doing, one of our assignments was to get practice clients. So I, I originally reached out to a few of my friends who I knew were de- dealing with some health issues. And I was like, hey, do you want to be my practice client? But since then, it's really just all been word of mouth. Like truly, I've had, I think one, my first, I call her my random client because I didn't know her when she made the appointment and I have like a who referred you on my intake forms and she was like, I found her on Instagram. So I've had one client that's been a from Instagram, but everything else has been truly word of mouth. And I think the thing that I find so interesting is a lot of my clients are medical professionals. They're nurses, medical assistants, nursing students. 
yeah. And it's people who are like, I'm dealing with these issues and I don't know how to fix it. And it's, it's very interesting. Now I would not have guessed that. And I'm really mm -hmm. glad you shared that because that I will, yeah, I, I would have not thought that, but how wonderful that, especially right now for them, all the stress mm -hmm. of being in the medical field and they're oh turning gosh. to you for nutritional support, education, help, encouragement, all those wonderful things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. So what's, what are the next, I mean, you can't plan this, I'm guessing, correct? Right. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to plan. You know, I could maybe plan like a month out or so, but in a perfect world, I would love to move back to New York, get a place in Brooklyn, audition at night, be in a Broadway show at night, and then see clients <laughs> in the day, in the morning, in the afternoon, and then go run to, you know, the St. James Theater and put on a show. That uh. would be my ultimate goal but for now i you know living at home my my amazing parents and my dog olive so right now i'm just really really content seeing my clients building up this practice and really just taking it one day at a time yes and don't we all have to do that really right yeah. now i mean it's it's like you said very difficult to plan okay mm -hmm. so you're back home you're mm -hmm. a young adult, you've already graduated. Mm -hmm. And so and your parents are amazing. I can attest to that. <laughs> it, is it tough being a grown kid because you're their kid back at home? Is that do you find that challenging or like, no, it's a breeze. It's awesome. I'm going to stay here no. as long as I can. <laughs> <laughs> We've definitely had our, our ups and downs. <laughs> like I said, like at the beginning, it was like, Oh, vacation. So you're home and we're so excited to see you. And then reality set in that I was going to be here for a long time. And you know, I, we always joke like we're roommates with each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. And like they, you know, it's like, okay, Claire, can you do these things? This is the way that we like our house to be. Like if you cook dishes, can you clean it and put it away right away? Like at my apartment, yeah. we just like leave dishes in the apartment to the end of the day and then do it. So it's little things like that. But I will say that my mom has said countless times and my dad that it's rare to be able to get to know your your child when they are in this mid-20s, late-20s age. And we're getting to do that. Yeah. And they've had the opportunity to really get to know my current boyfriend. And they've never had that much time with him. So they're getting to be able to understand him and get to know him and his family because his family lives here. So it's just kind of a great time to build all these relationships. So in this weird way, it's been a gift, you know, yeah. not, not quite what you, you know, would sign up for, but you have, and your family, you've made mm -hmm. the absolute best out of it by, uh, I'm going to refer to uh, the episode that, is uh, the one right before you where she talks a lot about choosing joy, even in these situations that are difficult, you still have that option to mm -hmm. choose joy to try to find something. And it sounds like you and your parents have really decided that we're going to embrace and cherish this time together. Because yeah. it's once it goes, it's likely not going to happen again. So let's, mm -hmm. let's have some fun. 
Yeah, trying to make the best of it. You know? Absolutely. I love that. And, you know, it's true as, you know, parents or adults, adults of grown kids, you, you do develop your own way of wanting to do things and run your house and everything. And mm-hmm. and that's tricky for you guys because it's like, ah, yeah, know, <laughs> ah, we don't do it that way back where I where I live. But yeah, right. the, the respect for, okay. I get it. This is how you like it done. I will do it that way. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And you know, that's a real sign of maturity that you can do that without in a gracious manner and not like back to your teenage years. Like, nah, I don't want to take out the trash or, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, little rebellious yeah. moments you had about things they were expecting and wanting from you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. You're going to continue with this and you're meeting clients via via uh, Zoom or some other platform like that, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Everything's virtual. I haven't seen any in-person clients yet because I, you know, just want to be extra cautious of oh, everything. Absolutely. Well, yeah. And the beauty of that, when you do go back to New York, mm-hmm. that doesn't change. Right. Yeah. I have I have some clients who are in New York City and it's now my reach can be so much greater and it's not like, Oh, what's zoom? How do I get on zoom? It's everyone's very used to it now. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I just love that. Yeah. I mean, it's so portable in that way, you know, mm-hmm. it just yeah. really does not hamper your mobility at all or your ability to really reach out and have clients from all over. Yeah, I love that you got a uh, an Instagram follower to be a client. That is very cool. Now, yeah. did she randomly follow you or did she was like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend? You don't know how she found you. She she lives in upstate New York. So she is, you know, I think it was just from the algorithm, I guess. <laughs> Those darn algorithms. Oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, my gosh. I know I was just having this conversation with myself today, like, you know, because I'm trying to like get a little bit better at all of this. But then I, I sort of wonder, you know, at what point am I spending too much time on that and not enough time on the thing, the, the, mm-hmm. the you know, the passion of the project. Yeah. Now, if you get more Instagram clients, then that tells you, okay, whoa, this is working. This is awesome. But, right. it, but you know, if they're just followers and you're like, well, that's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's really nice <laughs> that you're following me. But I would like some clients. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spread the word. Spread the right. word. Yes. So social media and you know, I don't, I, I mean, I understand that at some point there wasn't that. It was just all sort of organic word of mouth, which mm-hmm. in my perfect world would be how it would be. And maybe yours too, I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah. now it's like there's this little bit of, well, a lot of strategizing and and things that you need to do to get to, uh, you know, a high level. And again... Now we can mention that your mom's a friend and she's rocking Instagram big time, but that that's her business. Her business right. is Instagram. So that's wonderful. But you and I, in the sense, 
or trying to get people somewhere else and using Instagram or social media as a a jumping off point to, but I would say also that you, you are definitely teaching people while you're reaching people. Oh, thank you. you I'm trying. I'm trying. I got the little poetic (laughs) thing there going. I love that. (laughs) Teaching while reaching. I definitely agree with the preferring word of mouth. Like, of course I, you know, I'm happy to help anyone, but I feel like my process and the way that I do things as a nutritionist is very different than most other nutritionists. So having that word of mouth kind of gives or helps with the first initial consult that people kind of know what they're walking into. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to be a nutritionist who's like, okay, let's just add some more fat and let's count these calories. It's like, okay, no, let's heal. Let's do some radical healing. Let's get out these toxins. Let's do this. Let's make a lifestyle change. So people know what they're getting into when they have that word of mouth, which I, which I do appreciate. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, they're not as shocked when they, for (laughs) day one, they're like, whoa, what's happening here? (laughs) You're like, hey, I'm all in. Yeah, let's do this thing. Yeah, I'm all in. I hey. And I do, I do really appreciate that about you, is that Mm -hmm. when you do something, you are all in. There's Mm -hmm. no doubt. There's no halfway it's just it's all the way or not at all yep. yeah yeah that's good. yeah might as well might as well do it all the way or like you're saying not at all yeah and that really translates to tremendous credibility in my mind that you are so determined and so passionate and have become so knowledgeable that you're gonna stick with these people until you get this thing figured out <laughs> Right? Yeah, they can't get rid of me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sticking around. <laughs> now, since this is new, have you been able to, um, have you been with any clients long enough to, to have been able to really track some good um, progress and healing? Mm-hmm. Tell us yeah, about that it, a little bit without, you know, having to reveal anybody. or whatever. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have this amazing client who she's, younger she's younger than me and she came to me with awful awful she wasn't sure if it was Crohn's but just awful digestive upset to the point where she would wake up in the middle of the night and cry because her stomach was hurting so bad had three bowel movements a day that were just not just like not a good bowel movement just food going in and going out of her body not Mm. absorbing anything her pain getting so bad to the point that doctors wanted to they didn't know what to do with her. She, they took uh, pieces of her, of her colon and of oh. her small intestine and did biopsies. Nothing was showing up in any of those. And, but she still had this pain. So they said, okay, the only thing that we can, we, we know to do at this point is to give you nerve blocker medication to mm. block the pain. Mm. So she came to me and at this point we started working together in January late December, January, and she has completely reversed everything and has had perfect one bowel movements a day and has like, she, she told me, she was like, I never knew that I could feel this amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Just so incredible. Oh my gosh. That is wonderful. Yeah. That is wonderful. You need to look, you know, share that little testimonial if if she's okay with sharing it. And if not, then you can just say a client. I mean, you don't have to identify her, but 
Because right. that really, again, gives you, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here in amazement and, and, um, not surprise, but more awe, you know, mm-hmm. that you've taken yeah. all of this and you changed this woman's life through your knowledge and your passion and your determination. That's deeply moving. Oh, thank you. I mean, I, I will say I've had it in absolutely incredible mentor throughout this who has really done more than I could ever thank her for. And a lot of that she used to have her own thriving nutrition practice in San Diego, but has since moved on to other businesses, but she has poured into me greatly and giving me so much. So I, yes, I have my certifications and I have this and that, but I have her on top of that, Mm. which I feel like I am forever grateful for that's wonderful yeah well thank you for sharing your story with us or a part of your story and um we hope that you get back to new york and that you get (laughs) to you know live this uh, life of of part theater part nutrition and part boyfriend (laughs) 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 and part friends yes all the good stuff all the good stuff (laughs) well that's wonderful is there anything else that you want to say in closing um, I'll say that if you want to get in touch with me and you want to book an appointment, you can go to my website at www.resilienthealthandwellness.com or you can go to my Instagram, Claire the Nutritionist, and a link to my website is in my bio. Yay. Love Yay. that. And I'll be sure and share all that in the episode notes because clearly you're doing really beneficial healing work that if there are people out there that... Uh, could benefit. Hey, that's this is part of your story, and that this is what we do. We we tell a part of your story, and if it ends up being able to help somebody else, all the better. Mm-hmm. All the better. Yeah, yeah, all Love the better that. for sure. Love that. Yeah. Well, thank you, sweet Claire. I just oh I, I just love this, and I love you. Thank you so much for being a sure. part of this unabashed you conversation. Of course, love you too. All right, talk to you later. Okay, bye. I see Claire as dedicated. She exudes passion, clarity, and versatility as she pursues the things that interest her. She lives by the expression, everything happens for a reason, and she means it for all situations. I thought she explained it well. Claire has enthusiasm and fierceness for all the areas of her life. These are qualities that help define her, and they inform how she moves through life. I have no doubt she will continue to be all that and more. She will reach many people. The Unabashed You website has photos, quotes, and a blog for each episode. Each episode's audio is embedded on its own page at unabashedyou.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Verbal, V-U-R-B-L. You are invited to subscribe, rate, and review. Our social media accounts are as follows on Instagram at unabashedyou. Facebook, the account is Rochelle Renee, that's R-E-C-H-E-L-L-E-R-E-N-A-E, and the page is Unabashed You. Twitter at Rochelle Renee. 
If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at unabashedyou at gmail.com. We depend on website visits, social media, and word of mouth to share these episodes. We delight in growth knowing these conversations help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. So continue to listen, read, and be inspired. And now our blessing, dedicated. When it's all said and done, I want to be able to say that I made no excuses. I did whatever I had to do to make it happen. Everybody won't understand what you're doing, why you're doing it, and where you're trying to go. And that's okay. Just focus on getting there. You can't be afraid to separate yourself. People recognize results. They don't get it unless they see it. Consistent quality, be good at what you do, and find ways to consistently get better. The rest will handle itself. Amen. And that is by Rob Hill Sr. So, you know the charge. Go be dedicated, be unabashed, be 